0: So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com.
1: You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global.
2: from Studio C, Senor. Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty information complex, this is the Armstrong and Getty Show for this 18th of July, Monday, the year of our Lord, 2022. This morning, under the tutelage of General Manager, Monkey Pox, Bear Markets, and Batman, oh my! Now, Batman, I'll admit, is a stretch. I'm referring to Ben Affleck. He's... Just re-got together with J-Lo, I guess? I I think I'm supposed to care about this? The nuptials all of America is talking,
1: huh?
2: Yeah, referring to Ben Affleck as Batman again, a stretch, as he's one of the least well-thought-of Batmen, at least as far as I can tell. Beautiful ceremony, though, those two crazy kids. They'd wandered apart, but they found themselves back together again. Love rebloomed and oh, what a ceremony it was. Michael, like, I was there. I don't know if you know that. Oh, we danced all night. It was fantastic. Oh, J-Lo was radiant. Affleck was... Wooden. Affleck. Affleck. Ah, uh, anyway. Plenty of serious stuff to talk about today. Uh, although, there's plenty that's mockable as well. From the fist bump gate in saudi arabia that's become all the rage uh to the fact that uh, the fda uh, has rendered it illegal for your electric car to make flatulent noises to warn people that you're uh backing up or driving by slowly we have another set of economic statistics that will make you say oh my <laughs> really uh although eh, we're going through a tough time it'll turn around i think plus uh Mentioned monkeypox and COVID. Oh boy, oh brother! Uh, number one, if if you're uh, not having casual relations with a, a fella, uh, you're probably going to be fine. To monkey fine, monkeypox wise. Uh, on the other hand, the latest COVID variant is uh, spreading like crazy, just absolutely insane how uh, transmissible it is, and uh, deaths are up. They're still you know quite low from the peak back last year, but uh, they're up pretty significantly. It's it's a less uh, nasty form of the virus on an individual basis, but it's spreading so incredibly quickly and infecting so many people. I mean, it's Scott Gottlieb at one point uh, guesstimated that there might be 100 million people with it right now in the U.S. So, yeah, obviously, I mean, that's, that's like, to, what, I don't know, uh, less than a third of us, but uh, more than a quarter. Just craziness. Anyway, uh, a lot of good stuff to talk about. Jack will be joining us in a few minutes, allegedly. He uh, he may have the Chinese bat fever. If it's not that, it's something uh, that, that yields awful cold symptoms. I just felt terrible over the weekend, I guess, but is bouncing back somewhat smartly and maybe joining us from his home studio. I uh, hope so, anyway. Uh, but as I say, a lot of good stuff to talk about. Perhaps you'd like to squeeze in a last-minute email. We're going to be doing mailbag in just a moment. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, but let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations, for which we are bleeping mother scratch and sticklers. Here we go at Mark.
0: There are the optics of this, that
1: highly choreographed welcome, that fist bump, it was the image the Saudis were hoping for and were eager to release to the world, an image the White House had been hoping to avoid, but that now will be a lasting image of this presidency. fist bump, Mr. President? I see you guys talk about something matters. i happy to ask question that matters. Uh, <laughs>
2: fist bump game that last clip were uh was reporters asking the president outside of air force one or the it sounded like an airplane didn't it so it probably wasn't marine one the chopper but asking him do you regret the fist bump sir ah get off my tarmac the president shouted why don't you ask me something that matters i'll answer a question that matters so the president dismissing The fist bump heard around the world. You know, I heard one commentator make the point that a fist bump is actually more like friendly and casual and we're buddies than a handshake. Which, uh, you know, uh, I think is legit. It's funny. It hadn't occurred to me, but. You only fist bump, like, uh, up until COVID especially, but but mostly. You fist bump buddies, you know, friends, people you're playing golf with or what have you. A handshake, that's for a stranger. Hi, I'm I'm Joe Getty. Good to meet you. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) You know, that's a handshake material. You're in some formal meeting. You're taking it seriously. That's That's a handshake. You might even shake hands. Uh You know, if you're the defense attorney with the prosecutor when you walk into court, but you're about to, you know, do battle. But it's a formal thing. Dating back eons to show that you don't have a weapon in your hand. Eh, maybe I got it in my other hand. Anyway, whereas the fist bump is a, hey, we're buds. What's going on? Yeah, dude. Way to bone saw Khashoggi. Hey, how about you free up some gas for a bro? Huh? It really did have that feel. Although I, I think it's not the least but important, honestly. Uh, but everybody seems to be talking about it, so what the hell, might as well weigh in. Freedom loving quote of the day, mailbag, and a great deal more to come. Uh, let's see, what, what what are we gonna do? Oh man, the man's inhumanity to man report from the. uh From the weekend, not not terribly encouraging Oh, and one deal we need to get to, I think, is uh, especially for folks in the sunny, sunny West, where uh, solar panels on the rooftop were such a big deal. Even the likes of the liberal Los Angeles Times is uh, out with an article saying, um, we have millions and millions of these panels uh, nearing the end of their life, and we don't know what to do with them and they're full of nasty stuff so anyway as usual the green energy dream much more complicated than the way it's sold so that and much more to come stay with us Armstrong
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Hey, how you doing? Trying to pick out the freedom-loving quote of the day. Aww. Yeah, that'll do. There you go. Freedom-loving quote of the day. Decided to go with uh, quotes on the topic of success. Yeah, I'm still choosing. Yeah, we'll go with this one. Pablo Picasso. Action is the foundational key to all success. Action. Or as Nike might say, just do it. Of course, they're saying it to Chinese slave labor, so it has a different feel when they say that. uh, Oh, look out. Uh, Mailbag. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Got an opinion and experience that's relevant to the discussion? Or you want to turn us on to something we ought to be talking about? Keep them shortish. There's a lot that comes in, but mailbag at ArmstrongandGetty.com. Daniel writes, I just got to say, Jack has COVID every two to three weeks. Come on, man. That is all. Ha ha. What? Criticizing a guy for getting an illness? That's chilly. JT. Frequent correspondent has a number of thoughts on the book Moby Dick, which he actually read. I've tried. I've gotten pretty far into it. I've never finished it. I know. I know it's shameful. Um, uh, He makes a couple of points about the the book, including there are headlines in a mythical newspaper in the book. Uh, Two of the three leading stories are grand contested election for the presidency of the United States and bloody battle in Afghanistan. Uh, and that's going back a, a century, right? Century and a half. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then um, he came across the he came across the, a word that he thought was absolutely perfect for describing uh, creepy, creepy Gavin Newsom, the governor of California and the would be next president of the United States. And that word is unctuous. It uh, came up in the uh, discussion of processing whale blubber. Unctuous is a very good word. It means, uh, uh, among uh, people, having, revealing, or marked by a smug, ingratiating, and false earnestness or spirituality, unctuous, or fatty and oily, smooth and greasy in texture or appearance. Wow, so smug and greasy. That is the perfect word for Gavi. Excellent. Thank you for bringing that to us uh let's see let's uh all right we'll jump into this uh you ended the steve bannon segment by listening to the things you believe in including controlling illegal immigration what do you think trump was trying to do he has done more to restore common sense and fairness in the rule of law than any president since reagan you're being swept up in the trump is bad sentiment instead of seeing all the immense good he did against horrible odds and vile hatred from the left to help america Ah, uh, let's see. Really? Do you want another Democrat to win in 2024? Do you want gas at $10 a gallon or back to a buck eighty when Trump left office? Do you support unborn babies or want their slaughter expanded? Suggestion. Look at the good Trump did rather than what he said. Actions, not words. You know, I thought I, I made myself pretty clear when we were discussing this. Uh, perhaps it was missed by, it's either David or Diane, but thank you for the note. Uh, I haven't gotten swept up in anything. That's kind of my thing. I don't get swept up. Or I try not to very hard. Uh, try to be an independent thinker i agree completely on the positive stuff trump did on the other hand i think he's wildly irresponsible i think he's an ir- he's a self-serving egomaniac egomaniac and he's dangerous and as i made clear on i guess it was friday we got away with trump everything ended up being pretty much okay i don't want to i don't want to take another lap that's that's it um i'm not sure what that has to do with abortion per se uh, the judges were great. Do I want another Democrat to win in 2024? No, I think the only chance they do is if Trump runs, honestly. But, you know, you're certainly entitled to your opinion if it differs from mine. It it, it doesn't threaten me. It doesn't make me angry. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Ah, fair uh, criticism here from uh, Richard. Richard. Fairness is your hallmark? Well, I guess it's this, this criticism of Jack, so uh, me being magnanimous about it doesn't exactly make me look like a big man. But uh, I appreciate your reticence when evaluating government scandals, but I encourage you to set aside your fairness hallmark philosophy for a moment. We all agree that Hunter Biden is a drug-addled, opportunistic dirtbag who is actively selling access and influence to his father. I believe that 100%. We also know that there were numerous foreign agents paying Hunter in hopes of access and influence. However, Jack and Joe Hallmarks of Fairness are always quick to add there is no evidence that Joe actually provided access or influence. That's kind of Jack's thing. Uh, I've disagreed. But anyway, Peshaw, writes Richard. Hunter's game was going on for almost a decade. Certainly these businessmen would not have continued funding Hunter at increasing dollars for years on end if they weren't getting their money's worth. I think that's a sound argument, sir. In related news, donations to the Clinton Foundation have plummeted almost 75% since Hillary Clinton was the presumptive winner of the 2016 presidential election. That was a pay-to-play scam from beginning to end, stem to stern. It was a shameless slush fund for the Clintons, travel fund, luxury lifestyle fund, and, and barely any plausible deniability. But, you know... When you have the bulk of the Washington press corps on your side, not asking any questions, not calling you out on your sins, it's easy to get away with them. Yes, Especially,
4: yes, yes.
2: That's right, Hillary. Especially in a system uh, which we have um, that is designed by, for, and uh, by the people, for the people, um, by lobbyists in D.C., and everybody's getting crazy rich. Plausible deniability. They're campaign funds. I'm going to make a a campaign junket to Maui. I mean, if we don't get the the Maui vote, we're lost. Uh, Let's see. Moving along. Got this, uh, this note from Whip. It's kind of forwarding a meme. Pay attention, kids. It's not science. It's politics. I've been listening to this crap for 50 years. 1960s. Oil will be gone in 10 years. 1970s. Another ice age in 10 years. 1980s, acid rain will destroy all crops in 10 years. 1990s, the ozone layer will be destroyed in 10 years. 2000, the ice caps will be gone in 10 years. None happened, but all resulted in more taxes. That's kind of fun. I I agree with some of it, but if you were uh, alive and conscious at the time you might remember that the uh, acid rain thing was real, and we adjusted our sales energy production-wise and made uh, our energy production apparatus much better for the environment. The ozone layer thing was true. The chlorofluorocarbons were terrible with all the uh, fluorescent, not fluorescent, the, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, the, the spray bottles. What, am, what word am I looking Aerosol? Aerosol. That's it. Thank you, Michael. Um, they're practically, well, they're not around much these days, so I don't even think of the word. Uh, but those were actual problems. And, and they were they were solved uh, pretty well, so I don't think they're fiction. The whole ice caps will be gone in ten years, in two thousand. Uh, you know, if you're down with the whole climate change thing, how much damage did Al Gore do by just wildly exaggerating everything? Just kind of shot the movement's credibility uh, in the foot to, uh, as it was getting off on its first foot, and uh, you combine that with the fact that now the world of quote unquote science is so dependent on grants that are designed to prove that global warming is a huge deal, and you have so many people making so much money on it. It's it's hard to take it. It's hard to take it with an open heart. You've got to be at least a little bit cynical about it. And again, uh, coming up the the story on. Solar panels in California and the West. The millions and millions of houses with solar panels and the environmental problems that's about to, to cause. Stay tuned for that. Uh, let's see. Here's another thought from Ted on presidential elections. You rightfully point out that many or most Americans exaggerate the power of a single president to impact certain big-ticket items. And while that's certainly true based on the idea that the majority of Americans don't seem to understand the most basic elements of our governmental system, it fails to capture the asymmetric nature of the effort needed to build something versus the effort to cause chaos or destroy something. I thought this was a really interesting Note: In almost all things, from buildings to financial savings, the ability to build things is difficult and lengthy, while the ability to destroy them takes but an instant. So it is with presidential power. Uh, by that, I mean the POTUS has natural limits on what he or she can effectively do in 48 years, etc., but they can undo a lot, cause infinitely more chaos and destruction. As, a, I, as proof, I offer border security. With a single swipe of his pen, Obama signed DACA, even though he'd said dozens of times he didn't have the power to do what DACA did. And even though Trump spent four years trying to undo that simple signature uh, simple signature, uh, and build the wall in reverse, the, the next guy undid it all. And oil production took Trump almost four years to elevate the U.S. from energy dependence to energy independence, uh, et cetera. We all saw it, but it was undone the stroke of a pen. That's a really good point. Really good point. The power to destroy is not insignificant. Well said, sir. Well said.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: Hey, everybody. Um, I am at home, I think, with COVID BA5.
2: Now, let's clarify. You think you're at home? Or you think you have the COVID five BA five? I've tested positive for the COVID, but I don't know where I am. No, it's the other way around. <laughs> uh, wow! So uh, I know yeah, where I, know I am. Uh, I'm assuming you took one of those useless home tests.
4: Oh yeah, so um, so I've been reading up a lot on the BA five, and I also have a friend who, uh, handily enough, uh, has had long COVID. Is a PhD scientist and has spent a lot of time dedicated to following this whole bug all wow. along, and still, huh. still regularly going to the ER two year, two and a half years after getting COVID the first time. So a long COVID oh. person. Oh, what a nightmare! Reads everything that comes out, goes to the original data as a person who does that for a living and everything like it, um, and knows a lot about it. And uh, um, so this newest, this newest variant it the, the the home tests were not very good for the other variants they're practically worthless on the new variant for one thing you've probably read that that's not a secret but i don't know i don't i, don't, I, I don't, it, it's it's shocking to me like I had stopped thinking about covid a long time ago and so I don't follow the news on it that much i just i don't think about it that much but I had kind of assumed with it kind of in the background and over a million people dying and you know, as many cases there are still around, everything like that, that the, the, the government was still chugging along, doing its thing. It's shocking. For one thing, you can't find the stupid, useless home tests anywhere. Mm. Everybody tells you to take them. And I always say, well, they, they seem useless to me because I've never gotten a positive test, even though I've had COVID twice on the other kind of tests. Um, well, you should really take a home test. Decide whether or not you can go into work. Okay. You, did you not you, hear what I just said? Or that's what that's always I where know. I end up with the conversation. just like, did
2: did I not talk out loud just a second ago? <laughs> Do you not speak English? <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I don't you know. really, you'd be better off flipping a coin or doing some old timey smear some goose fat on a pig's nose. And if the pig turns
3: around, you've got the
2: bat fever. I mean you might as well do that as take one of those stupid
4: tests. Anyway, so tests? we've spent 6 trillion dollars on COVID relief things and you can't get those tests that everybody tells you to take anywhere. All right, whatever. So anyway, I've taken 5 of those and I've uh, never tested positive and uh um Uh, My friend who's the uh, PhD who knows everything about COVID uh, suggested I get the PCR test mostly because if I do have COVID and and she says I've clearly got COVID, even if I don't test positive on that, because I... I know, like, I can see from the house I'm in right now. I know a house over there where the whole family got super sick like a week ago. I know a house over there where the whole family got sick like two weeks ago. I mean, I've got, I've got this COVID all around me. And the idea that I've got the worst cold of my life that doesn't feel anything like a cold and it's not COVID just seems nonsensical. And it, it probably is. Um, but anyway, the reason for getting the PCR test so that you can prove you've got COVID is then you can get some of the fancy drugs that are out there that mm-hmm. can get you over this stupid thing. Um, And you you can't unless you test positive. Well, yeah,
2: I thought I'd read somewhere that Paxlovid, which is the big antiviral, that soon that was going to be like available over the counter or whatever. It's just if you need it, just grab it immediately because that that diminishes the severity of the illness like right off the bat really predicts any sort of bad outcome or, or I'm sorry, prevents but i haven't heard it's available yet no uh, yeah. but anyway that's what i'm hoping
4: to get if i get a positive test which i'm waiting for the results so i went to the cvs website yesterday and i think i got uh, because it was hard to find an appointment anywhere and again how many trillion dollars did we we spent on this thing and you can't get a test i mean how is that even possible but um, uh, I finally found a test, and I think it's because I checked the essential employee box that I got. Yes. Into yes. A sp- <laughs> Clearly, maybe even the critical employee. <laughs> you know, us firefighters, those kind of people. Sure. What do you do? I rescue babies from burning buildings. What do you do? I make jokes about the
2: news of the day. <laughs> okay. Well, you all get I, the same line. We look after America's mental health. That's what we do. <laughs> You know, maybe some of those tens of millions of dollars spent on diversity, equity, and inclusion could have been spent on, I don't know, getting Paxlovid on the shelves, or making testing more easy and effective, or about a dozen other things that had something to do with COVID. CVS had a very efficient
4: uh, way of doing it, and it was a long way away from me, so I drove 40 minutes to where, uh, where this appointment was, and really not feeling like driving yesterday. Put on pants for the first time in three days, and got in my car, and sweat it all the way to the cvs with my son sitting next to me and uh and i thought i was going to get the thing where they jab it up into your brain pan i guess they don't do that anymore at all mm. um that's what i was expecting because <laughs> all the instructions were to stay in your car wear a mask all this different sort of stuff and uh, you know we'll bring it to you and i thought oh god they're going to come out here and they're going to just make me wince in pain is what's no. going to whatever it takes i need to find out what's going on but they they just brought me out and it's a same nasal swab i'd been doing at home i guess they just run it through a different sort of system for testing it and uh and i'm hoping to get the results though like i said i've been told by people that know a lot more about this than me that i clearly have it and i think i clearly do have it um whether i test positive or not so
2: for what it's worth, uh, play a little golf over the weekend. I hurt my hand. It, it, it's a, I got an owie, um, so I've had to stop playing golf, which has made me remarkably more productive. <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, so we're we're talking to some of the folks uh, that work there, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're down like uh, ten guys on our maintenance staff, and half the restaurant crew is is got COVID and everything." and and sure enough, one of my buddies uh, jerks a ball way left. I mean, way left. Dude, how do you even hit it that far left? But uh, it just it <laughs> went into a, this gal's backyard, and she was uh, chatting on her phone with a friend and said, here's your ball. Yeah, here." And, and I went over to get it for him, and she said, oh, no, no, no. Let me toss it to you. I have COVID. And so I was like, oh, my gosh. Is this The BA5 is everywhere.
4: Yeah, and um, it is so crazy transmissible. So in England, I was trying to find my notes for me. Maybe you know this off the top of your head. <clears throat> Something like one out of 20 people in England have COVID right now? Right now. I do not. I do not know that. <laughs> it's a crazy number. I mean, no, just I after, you know, after all these years. And it's it's, it's getting people who have already had it, this new variant. That's one of the reasons it's spreading so fast is it doesn't seem to care whether you've had it or not or you're vaccinated or not. You're going to get it. Um, and it's not going to. It's almost certainly not going to kill you. And, uh, and you're not going to end up in the hospital. But it's highly annoying. Mm. and um and if you're if you're gonna try to follow any of the rules it really shuts down your life like i'm if i were following the rules i shouldn't have a babysitter looking after my son ever until i get over the dang thing but anyway what i had a point i don't know in my fevered snotty headache aching thinking what was mm, my point Britain, lots oh, of people have it oh uh, you, you got you got a lot around my neighborhood a lot around your neighborhood because we don't live close to each other and um and I was on the texting with my brother yesterday, who lives in the Midwest in Kansas, and he said we don't have any COVID around here. And I said you will. It's just mm-hmm. it, you will. Everybody's going to get their run, and it'll come through, and every freaking person will get it, and then it'll go on. Um, but <sighs> when does this end, God? What are you trying to teach us?
2: I mean, what is your what is your point? I think we get your point, whatever it is. Of course, well, maybe maybe Doctor Fauci and his buddies should have left the bat fever alone and not messed with it, and and done their. Uh, they're, uh, what do you call it, they're, uh, they're gain-of-function research, huh? You and I know technically it wasn't, doctor, but it really was. You think that's God's point? Stop messing around with badass? Well, I'm not going to speak for the Almighty, but uh, speaking for myself, I'm a little miffed that, uh, that that happened, and I think there's a very good chance that's that's why it's uh, zooming around so effectively. They designed a super virus accidentally. Yeah. Hubris. Um. I mostly was annoyed as a taxpayer.
4: Just how could, we, how, could we, how could we still be driving as far as
2: I had to drive and struggling? What? How is this even possible? Are you kidding me? The theme emerging, the glowing promises of government versus the reality, there is a growing environmental crisis in the West. What is it? Solar panels millions and millions and millions nearing their uh, end of their effective lifespan, and nobody knows what to do with them. I didn't know that. Well, that that overstates it. People know what to do with them, but nobody wants to do it because it's too expensive. Shoot them into space? Put them in the ocean. Hurl them at China. Um, Another
4: government collapse, which I'm not looking forward to talking to, but the report that just came out, the biggest report yet on the whole Uvalde thing. Yeah. A top to bottom systemic failure 400 officers there over half of them trained specifically
2: in this sort of thing didn't do any of the things they were trained to do so oh and i don't know if you heard that devastating quote from a teacher so simple so eloquent why did you run we couldn't
4: yeah pretty rough yeah uh but yeah i want to talk about that just from a like i'm not a um, I'm not an anarchist, but like Michael Malice, the anarchist I follow on Twitter who doesn't believe we should have any, the government shouldn't have any functions, everything should be private, it makes me think that way. Because, I mean, that is a failure of government at the highest level. And it was hmm. local, state, and federal. Everybody failed at the most important thing they're supposed to do.
2: Yeah, yeah.
4: Very frustrating. Um, so many things we can talk about today. I'm going to take more medicine. Text line four one five two nine five kftc We took in quite a bit of news yesterday. These Sunday talk shows were heavy on the economy and inflation, which they should be because it's the number one topic in America by far. And also the the backlash over the fist bump with the Saudi prince, which I think they're
2: completely misreading that whole story. But more on that later. Yes, please. Uh, on both those topics. <laughs> Plus, on a slightly more amusing note, AOC's man is so in the doghouse. AOC's man. Who's her man? <laughs> Her man is her man, her, bo- her, her, her boy toy. Her, I don't okay. know the dude's name. I can't remember. I got it in the news. Boyfriend? Story, but, uh, yeah, she is on social media calling him out as a coward and a wuss for not defending her against the rude boy who, who shouted, you're a hot Latina on the steps of the Capitol. Hilarious. Huh. He is so sleeping on the couch. Anyway, uh, well, one of our beloved listeners uh, sent us an email, which, uh, what the hell did I do with it? I don't know. What do we, I got stacks of paper. Anyway, uh, it, making the point about uh, rooftop solar, particularly in California, and it included some very helpful mathematics on the costs and the subsidies and the reduction electric bill and the rest of it. So what is the payoff for solar? And he made the point that given a realistic... Uh, lifespan of the panels, because the industry and so-called experts will tell you the last 25 to 30 years, that seems very, very generous to me. But his point was that uh, it takes a very, very long time for so the total cost of solar to pay off. Now, in some states, including Cal Unicornia, it's been heavily subsidized, uh, big incentives. Um, and so to the homeowner, it looks like it pays off more quickly than it really does. But the only way it pays off is with the subsidies. Really? yeah 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 essentially unless you want to make the uh argument and and some have and it's not totally illegitimate that well it's so much better a way to acquire energy uh it's not nearly it's not burning fossil fuels it's it's, it's just absorbing the energy from the sun turning it into electricity so even if you just break even uh you know at the end of the 25 years it's worth having been done yeah. be nice that
4: kind of be nice if I was that kind of person but I'm not <laughs> unless, no, it's gonna save me, unless it's going to save
2: me a lot of money, I'm not doing it. But one giant reality is now kicking California right in the crotch. And uh, California, as you may know, was the, the, the big enthusiast for rooftop solar for a very long time. Way ahead of the rest of the country. Um, this is from the liberal Los Angeles Times. The headline, California landfills are filling up with toxic solar panels. California has been a pioneer in pushing for rooftop solar, building up the largest solar market in the U.S. More than 20 years and 1.3 million rooftops later, the bill is coming due. Beginning in 2006, the state focused on how to incentivize people to take up solar uh, power, showered subsidies on homeowners, etc. But there's never been a comprehensive plan to dispose of the panels. So now the panels purchased under those programs are nearing the end of their typical 25- to 30-year life cycle. And again, I think that number is, is a bit generous. Many are already winding up in landfills, where in some cases they could potentially contaminate groundwater with toxic heavy metals such as lead, selenium, and cadmium. Sam Vanderhoof, a solar industry expert, chief exec of Recycle PV Solar, says only about a tenth of solar panels are actually recycled, according to estimates drawn from various organizations. Uh, the looming challenge over how to handle truckloads of waste, some of it contaminated, illustrates how cutting edge environmental policy can create unforeseen problems down the road. So, unforeseen those are all, by some people. Those are all,
4: in theory, a valuable. Metals, it's just probably not worth extracting them from a solar panel, putting them together. Yeah, precisely. Same way that, like,
2: copper is valuable, but it's not valuable enough to gather up all your pennies. Right. And uh, this uh, Vanderhoof fellow, who's, again, in the solar industry, says the industry is supposed to be green, but in reality, it's all about the money. California came early to solar power. Uh, The the California Public Utilities Commission formed the California Solar Initiative that granted $3.3 billion in subsidies for installing solar panels on roofs. The measure exceeded its goals, bringing down the price of solar panels. Uh, Because of that and other measures, uh, solar power now accounts for 15% of the state's power. Probably worth pointing out that a gigantic unimaginably generous program, unimaginable for most states, that was unbridled from any long-term plans. I mean, so it was really kind of going wild. (laughs) California has been going wild on this stuff now for 15, 20 years, and it accounts for 15% of the state's power. 15. And
4: uh, the only way you can make electric cars work at least mostly so far and solar is if it's heavily subsidized if you get a giant check from the state you can pencil it out and it makes sense for you to do it otherwise it doesn't isn't it mostly people upper and in, upper income people that are doing both of those things mm-hmm. so all taxpayers are subsidizing people with you know the more expensive houses and are willing to drive electric cars upper income people to uh, to get into that sort of thing
2: yeah, various advocates for lower classes have actually made that argument. Uh, you know, the environmental left has said, hey, shut up. We never criticize each other on the left. Don't you know that? Um, and, and the environmental gain is so good that you, you ought to just overlook it. But according to this assistant professor at the University of Calgary, why we have to ask a Canuck to solve our problems, I can't imagine. But, quote, this trash is probably going to arrive sooner than we expected, and it's going to be a huge amount of waste. By, but while all the focus has been on building this renewable capacity, not much consideration has been put on the end of life of these technologies. Harvard Business Review noted the industry's capacity is woefully unprepared for the deluge of waste that is likely to come. Problem nationwide. Although 80% of typical photovoltaic panels are made of recyclable materials, disassembling them and recovering the glass, silver, and silicon is extremely difficult. And irony upon irony, they quote this one guy, A.J. Orban, vice president of We Recycle Solar, which is a Phoenix-based company. There's no doubt there will be an increase in the solar panels entering the waste stream in the next decade or so. That's never been a question The vast majority of his business comes from California, but the company has no facilities in the state. Instead, the panels are trucked with diesel trucks to a site in Yuma, Arizona. That's because California's rigorous permitting system for dealing with toxic materials makes it so difficult to set up shop, they just haven't. Wow. So they're doing the same thing that I do.
4: I would only do it if it was going to save me money. Otherwise, I'm not. They do it the same way I do it.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, but I just think it's it's just so deliciously ironic that California, which cranked out millions and millions and millions of solar panels or or the demand for them semi artificially, now has said, you know, the recycling of those is too dirty, and we're afraid that might uh, uh, unleash some cadmium into the air or something. So we'll <laughs> truck uh, we'll truck it all to Arizona and let Yuma deal with it. <laughs> it's such a California thing to do. Oh, my. Poor Arizona and Nevada, the dumping grounds for waste. So it's it's a big pain in the hiney to uh, recycle these panels, and only about 2 to $4 worth of materials are recovered from each panel. How much labor would that, I mean, if a guy spends 20 minutes on it, it's too much time. It's been called the fist bump heard round the world.
4: We can discuss that and other things. If you miss an hour of the show, you can get the podcast. It's Armstrong and Getty On Demand, anywhere you find podcasts.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
4: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive. With no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.